Welcome to Coaches on a Mission. I'm your host, Dallas Travers, and I am glad you're here because I wanna help you build a simple, fulfilling coaching business that makes a difference in the world, but also a difference in your life. So today, let's take our conversation about mini courses a little bit further. My guest today is Jody Galeen, who helps women eliminate bloat once and for all. Jody healed her own chronic bloat and IBS years ago, and it was then that she realized how important mindset, inner work, and spiritual healing is to your health. So this message is one that Jody wants to share with her clients. But here's the thing. Jody knows a lot. She has studied a ton, and it's been a long time since she struggled with bloating, digestion, and any of the other things that she helps her clients heal from. So when Jodi and I sat down to design a mini course for her audience, we had to work pretty hard to focus in on a tangible outcome for her course that really meets people where they're at and helps them win to the next level. So... We kept going too broad and the secret to a valuable mini course, one that keeps people coming back for more, is traction. So you've got to give your clients a clear win in your mini course. And if you don't, your mini course is really hard to sell. And even worse, it may even work against your goal of using the mini course to upsell folks into a larger offer. Why? Because if they can't succeed at the first baby program, why on earth would they feel capable of going all in? So Jody and I dug in to ensure that the topics she chose for her mini courses are ones that, one, give folks an easy win, two, gives them a real taste of what it's like to work with her, and three, easily leads to Jody's signature program. So if you've got a mini course on your mind, you're going to love today's conversation. Let's dive in. Hi, Jody. Welcome to Coaches on a Mission. Hi, I'm excited Hi. to be here. <laughs> I know, me too. Me too. We've known each other for quite a while now, and I feel like both of us have been waiting for the perfect topic to coach around on the podcast, and we found one. I'm really excited to dive in. Yeah, totally. Me too. So before we do that, how are things going right now inside of your business? going good. I'm getting ready to launch a course, putting all the pieces together and it's quite the animal. So it's taking a bit, but yeah. it's getting there. I'm getting really close now. So I'm excited. That's awesome. That's awesome. One thing that's been so fun for me to observe as I've watched your journey inside the hive is how much your confidence has grown in your ability to share your message. I think you're naturally super comfortable on video, but to see you turn into this person with a 35% email open rate and people are responding to your written message has just been so heartwarming for me because I know in the beginning that was something that was really challenging. So kudos to you. I know, right? It's like every month I'd be asking you a question about it. And pretty soon it just, you know, with your, actually your structure really helped me. I, I pull it out. I look it over and I go step by mm -hmm. step. And that's how it started to just shift. And now it's like people comment like how great my emails are. <laughs> Whoa, that is a total turnaround. Right? Yeah. Well, and your sales page, I know you're working on your course, your sales page for your course was really well written. So 
it's just been really fun to watch, really fun yeah. to watch and not yeah. easy to do. Look at me. I have all this fun watching and you are in the weeds suffering through it, but I just, <laughs> exactly. yeah. Okay. So you mentioned that you're launching a course, but I know there's something else you're thinking about developing and that's what you're here to talk about today. So can you fill everybody in on what you want to work on during our conversation? And that will probably give them require some context for our listener just around the structure of your business and who you help. So fill us in. Sure. Okay. So all of my life, literally since I was 22, I studied health and self-development. It used to be called the health nut and tree hugger and all, you know, all the names back then. And so I've studied every area, you know, like now it's been the last 10 years spiritual. And so I have so much to teach and share you know, food, diet, detoxing, stress, health, like staying youthful, just huge. I even wrote a book on what to wear <laughs> for your body shape. Another story. Oh. But, you know, it's like I have all these things that I can teach and and it's so much like I can't just teach that in one course and overwhelm people. So I'm like, can I take these little things and just teach a little course on this? Maybe how to change your palate how to detox, how to, you know, I could get into quantum healing and the energy of words, you know, I can literally get into all the spiritual side because I, I see a lot of things. I'm clairvoyant and, you know, I'm an energy healer and there's so many aspects. I taught health and wellness at a university. So I have a ton of knowledge. It's like, what do I do with all this? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. This is such a great question. And I know one that so many of our listeners can relate to. What I hear you asking is it's like twofold. Number one, I have a lot of content. I also have a lot of knowledge. So how can I disperse that knowledge in a way to be as impactful as possible for people, but also as impactful and profitable as possible for my business? Does that feel accurate to you? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Okay, great. So share your dream client power statement with our listeners, and then let's organize this a little bit. Okay. I help women eliminate chronic bloat once and for all, damn it. <laughs> and I say damn it because you can do it. Yes. The damn I went from nine months pregnant to a flat stomach. <laughs> and 19 years of that. And I know Dallas, you're always like, I can never believe that picture of you. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that was me. I know. It's amazing. Yeah. Okay. So here's something, here's a, the important place for us to begin. And the important place for us to begin is understanding that just because we know a lot of stuff, it doesn't mean our audience wants to buy all of the stuff that we know. Um, there's that saying, right? Like sell, sell people what they want and give them what they need. My concern, and this is something I struggle with so much too, is if I had a mini course on every single thing that I know, a stranger coming into my world would not have any clue at all who I help or how or like where to even begin. Yeah. So I love the idea for you of having even building out a suite of mini courses. Courtney Foster Donahue calls them pocket products, right? On very laser focused solutions that you can offer your audience, 
but that's different from putting together programs based on all of the topics you could talk about. Do you see the difference between focusing on solutions your audience wants versus topics that you could teach on? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay. So let's just start with the awareness ladder, right? So people are pain aware, they're problem aware, and then they are solution aware. When you think about your dreamiest of dream clients, what micro solutions are they most seeking? I think I'm all about the body, (laughs) you know, everything body. And so it's feeling good in their body. And loving how they feel, feeling radiant and confident and, and healthy and strong and happy okay. and peace, like the internal contentment, mm. which is not like somebody's not going to Google, mm-hmm. I want internal content, Fine. you know, contentment, but, but it is that inner peace that, that, I know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so let's look at that. So your dream client is, a. Uh, person who has experienced chronic bloat for a long time, and they've done a lot to try to eliminate their chronic bloat. Yep. So given that they feel bloated, what are some of the, like the residual or the side effects rather of their bloat? So one could be confidence, right? Like they don't, they never know if their clothes are going to fit. So they lack consistent Mm -hmm. confidence. What are some other micro side effects of their circumstance? Pain. There's a lot of pain Mm. that comes from bloat. Mm -hmm. Lack of time because you spend so much of it in the bathroom. (laughs) I'll get real great. I'll I'll do the TMI. And then, you know, sometimes even moodiness. Like, you know, you don't feel good. So you Mm. feel, you just, you feel icky. You're not yourself. And then the food restrictions. Because people try all kinds of food diet restrictions and not get anywhere. Right. Got it. Okay. I'm just asking a different version of this question in a few different ways to see which path feels most clear for the two of us. So thinking about your dreamiest dream client, if there was like a little checklist of things I needed to know, actions I needed to take, or perhaps experiences I need to have that set me up to be super ready to hire you and dive deeply into that work, but also be successful in the work. What micro items would exist on that checklist? Open-minded is the first thing that comes to my mind. Yep. Tell Uh, me more about that. Well, I feel like, you know, a lot of times we can get set in our ways if we hear something is one way and we block out all the other options. And so when you do that, you're blocking everything in your life. So being open, like, Oh God, I never knew. I never thought of that. And if you don't explore Mm -hmm. that, because I did everything under the sun to get better for 19 years until I finally discovered the solution. But if I wasn't open-minded, I would still look nine months pregnant, you know? So that is like, because that's where you're. Okay. Got it. Right. So for the person who believes that they've tried everything and air quotes here knows everything, 
I'm, I'm going to stay stuck in the same circumstance. Got yep. it. What else? I'm trying to get you super concrete. And here's why. In order for mini courses to be a thing, let me back it up even further and make sure you and I are on the same page. Here's the vision that I have. If I was in charge, Jody, you know. <laughs> so if we look at the top, the top of funnel for you, right? You might have a couple of lead magnets, but then that very next phase, top of funnel, is a suite. We'll start with one, but eventually a suite of these mini courses that solve a very concrete problem. Okay. And these, A, you monetize them. They're on autopilot. So this is really residual income. You're also setting your clients up to experience traction, to give them a win so that they become more ready for the deeper work. So after, so we're moving down the funnel, right? We've got your freebies on the top. And then this next layer is a mini course or two or 10. From there, I can either work with you privately or move into your course when you launch it. So that's the funnel that I'm thinking of. Does that land for you? Yeah, yeah. So in order for that middle phase to really be effective, we have to focus on topics that give people a win. So a mini course on open-mindedness. Oh, no. (laughs) That could be... It's nebulously valuable, right? Instead of giving me traction. Yeah. So I'm I'm trying to like find a way in to very specific traction oriented mini topics for you. Well, the first so let's thing- use let's use me as an example to frame this. So inside the hive, we have like eight million videos, right? <laughs> we have all of these phases, but I could do a mini course on a dream client power statement, right? You come in without the words to describe who you help and you come out with the concrete words to describe who you help. That's a micro solution. It feels like an accomplishment. It definitely boosts someone's confidence and helps them move forward. So that's what we're looking for here. So when you think of it that way, Some micro solutions are mini wins that you could give people to help them move forward and trust you more. What are some ideas that come to mind? Well, the first thing that popped in my head is having a voice. So many women, they Mm. apologize for being in the world. Sometimes, you know what I mean? Like we're always people pleasing and nice Mm. and, you know, so really finding your voice. And then the other thing is reducing stress Mm -hmm. and creating balance in your life, peace, like finding peace. Mm -hmm. See, I can go spiritual with increasing your frequency and vibration in your light body, which, which puts you in a higher space of feeling happy and love and all of that. Mm -hmm. That's kind of, I'd have to think a little deeper on that one. Okay, so I'm going to jump in, right? What to eat and what to eat and how that makes you feel. Great. So I can understand how in a broader container, all of these topics are essential to help me eliminate bloat once and for all, damn it, right? They are going to be really hard to position as a standalone mini course because I'm not 
the outcome is implied rather than explicit. Let's look, though, at what to eat. You could design a course. So let me check in. Is that clear to you when I say like an implied outcome versus an explicit outcome? Well, I think benefit driven, right? That's what, is that what you're alluding to? But not even benefit driven, because that that can even be too broad, Jody. The benefits of owning your voice, I don't know, that's pretty freaking amazing, right? But again, I can't wrap my hands around that. And for many courses to really be effective, we have to wrap our hands around them, right? So a version of owning your voice that could fit into this mini course framework might be something like a four-part framework to say no without guilt. Mm. Do you see how that's like, that is concrete. It's one tiny piece inside of this broader theme of owning your voice, but that's what needs to be in this mini course category. Otherwise, I made this mistake last year. I taught a mini course. It was called Permission Granted. What the hell? (laughs) It was great and it converted really well into the hive, but we had 12% of my goal, my top of funnel goal. I wanted 500 people to sign up for that mini course, we had 60, 60. And it's because like permission granted, what? I can't wrap my hands around that outcome. What does that even mean? Yeah. Right. If it had been a mini course on clarifying your niche, people know what that is. Right. So again, owning your voice is a theme. What is a topic or a concrete lesson inside of that theme? Yes. So yeah, I love that, that that piece in there, the saying no without guilt. That's, yeah, huge. I I could teach that. (laughs) Boundary, something with boundaries. Being too nice. Even boundaries isn't as clear. Yeah, Being too nice, right? (laughs) I used to be Mm -hmm. told I'm too nice. Not anymore. Damn it. (laughs) I love it. That's hilarious. Okay, so you've given me a list, one, two, three, four, five, of five themes. Let's see if we can identify a concrete topic inside of each one of these themes that could be a mini course for you, because then I want to talk about strategy. So owning your voice, one possible mini course focus would be how to say no without guilt, and we'll make it even more concrete like the four-step framework or five ways to say no, like the precise Mm -hmm. system so that, again, it feels like, wow, I can wrap my hands around that. Yeah, I love it. What about stress? Oh, God. (laughs) I used to live my life so stressed. Let me think back here. So would it be what you want to, I don't know, it's either the benefit right or what you want to avoid. So right away, I think constant rushing and doing and instead Mm -hmm. of being you know, that, that constant head chatter and the, just like something on that order. Yeah. Okay. So if I was a client experiencing constant head chatter, what's one tool or exercise you could share with me to help me begin to eliminate that head, head chatter or to help me interrupt the head chatter in the moment? So I call it my step away method. <laughs> That's how I started uh, with oh, okay. my step away method. 
Mm-hmm. So that would be, but that doesn't give the benefit, but it is the tool to start. Yeah, tell me about the tool. Mind. The benefit is in there. Yep. And what it does is it's, it starts to calm your mind and, and slows you down. So that way, when you slow your mind down, you're not having all that constant, you know, kind of, you know, you can't see me on when I'm shattering my hands here. Yeah. So how long does it take me to do the step away method? You could do it for a minute a day, but you know, ideally maybe five. Okay. Okay. Great. And then how does reducing my stress with the step away method help me eliminate bloat? Because when you're constantly chattering, Mm -hmm. what your thoughts are, those go right to your stomach. If you think of when you met this boy and you got Mm -hmm. butterflies in your belly when you saw him, that's how fast your thoughts go into your body. So when you're in that constant, you know, and negative and ripping on yourself and all these things, what are you doing to your body? You're doing a lot of damage. And that's something that people aren't aware of that Mm -hmm. every single thought they think has an effect on the body, good or bad, but it does, it has an effect on you. And so when you're in the constant head chatter, you know, think of how much you do it. And until you start to slow it down, you won't even realize how bad it is. So really starting to pay attention Mm -hmm. to that is huge to start being able to shift. Okay, great. Great. So I want to narrate what's happening here. This is brilliant. So we started talking about who your dreamy dream client is right? And what things do they need to take off their list in order to really be ready to work with you? One of them so far is if they're in the experience of saying no without feeling guilty, they feel more capable. Another one, if they have less stress, right? So if they're in the experience of connecting their thoughts to their body and seeing the benefit of repairing that, they're more ready to work with you. So the second area of stress, instead of a workshop around stress reduction, that's like broad and nebulous, it could be something like the five-minute formula, reduce your stress to eliminate bloat in five minutes a day. Awesome. Yeah. Or maybe eliminate is a little strong, but it could be to reduce, like reduce the stress to reduce the bloat. So now we start in this mini course. First of all, I can do five minutes. She's giving me the steps of the step away method. So now it's concrete and achievable. And you've set me up for a a mini victory. That's the recipe of a successful mini course. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The most common and most dangerous question other coaches ask me is this, what more should I be doing? This question, it keeps you stuck scrambling every month to find more clients, throwing a launch together at the very last minute, or just trying to put together some semblance of a business strategy from all the free stuff you can find online. So instead of asking, what more should I be doing? The real question here is, how can I do less? 
or where can I go deeper? These are the questions we'll tackle inside a brand new class for coaches called The Coach Class. So if you're tired of winging it, second guessing yourself at every turn, or working way too hard to keep your business running, The Coach Class could just change your life. Go to watchthecoachclass.com right now to grab your free spot inside this special webinar. You know, there is an easier path to six figures and The Coach Class will show it to you. Registration is open this week, so again, and the URL is watchthecoachclass.com. I will see you over there. All right, so I'm gonna give you a little assignment and then I wanna shift into a conversation about strategy here. Can you set aside some time to take yourself through this exercise? And I'll review the steps here. Step one, who is my dreamy dream client? Step two, what are the things they need to experience or understand in order to be really ready for this work? Make a list of that. That's going to be like your list of themes. Looking at each theme, how can you narrow down to one teeny tiny traction oriented topic to give them a quick win? And that is your brainstormed list of possible mini course topics. Okay, cool. Sounds good. I'll do that. Great. And you can come up with that list and bring it to a Q&A call. Okay. Right? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So just to now talk a little bit of strategy, let's pick one of these two mini course topics just as a framework for our strategy session today. We have saying no without the guilt or the step away method, right? Reduce the stress to, to reduce the bloat. Which one would you like to focus on? Let's do the, well, let's do the reduce the stress. Yeah. Okay, great. To reduce the bloat. All right. So just to review, top of funnel, we potentially have a lead magnet or two, you may find once you've got a couple of these built, these mini courses are most effective when they're a pretty low price point and they may eventually replace your lead magnet. But that's a conversation for another day. So we've got top of funnel, your lead magnets. Then we've got this paid step here of mini courses. We're going to now strategize the stress reduction to for bloat reduction class. Okay, so the idea here is um, there's one strategy for how you use your mini course to build your list. And then there's another strategy for how you use your mini course strictly for sales once people are already on your list. So if you're open to it, I'd like to talk about that second one. Yeah, perfect. All right, so let's take a look at the tech pieces that you'll want to have in place before you begin marketing your mini course. Okay. The first one is the first one is a sales page. A sales page does not have to be a big deal. Okay. Sometimes you can even just send people to a shopping cart with some testimonials. But I would recommend a sales page with a clear benefit-driven headline, some bullet points, like the three core things they'll walk away with, a buy now button, and then underneath the button, like three or four testimonials, 
maybe then a quick bio from you, and then a call to action. So this is like a very light version of a sales page. The second thing you'll need to have in order is your shopping cart, right? So connecting like the internet fairies, connect, (laughs) connect your shopping cart to the sales page so that people can give you money. And when they do, they get access to the course. And I know you're designing a larger course right now. So I'm going to assume you have that back end piece set up or you have the capability to figure that part out. Great. Okay. So step three now is the actual structure of the mini course. The higher without overwhelming people, right? So we're staying very narrow and we're going deep. So what I mean by that with the step away method, go all in on teaching this. So I would recommend teaching it by video, right? Having transcripts included, maybe even like a little downloadable and printable card the size of a credit card with the step away method printed on it that they could keep in their wallets. Yeah. Can you really make this one result as attainable as possible for people by ensuring that you're delivering it to all types of learning styles. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Cool. Okay. So I'm writing down a narrow and deep program. So I don't, just for our listeners, Jody. Everybody, I'm not telling you to just throw a bunch of crap into this course. That's the I'm, what I'm telling you is the opposite. We're promising one very narrow outcome, but making sure that we we don't skimp on how to deliver that outcome. So making sure you're speaking to different learning styles or giving them all the tools that they need. We want folks who buy your mini course to say, wow, I cannot, to kind of feel like they've gotten away with robbery. I can't believe I spent $35 or $55 and I got all of this amazing stuff from her. When I say narrow and deep, we stay focused on that one tiny outcome, but we do not hold back on delivering that outcome. Is that, does that feel really clear for you, Jody? Yeah, it does. Yep. It does. Awesome. All right. So now let's talk about the marketing plan. All right. (laughs) (laughs) So, and you may not have the answer to this question. Okay. We can talk it through. But when you think about the year as a whole for you, once you launch, launch your higher price point course, how many times do you anticipate launching and hosting that course every year? A minimum of two and, and hopefully three times a year. Okay, great. So let's just plan for the course launch. And what name did you land at for, for your course? Stop the Bloat. Stop the Bloat. Great. So Stop the Bloat is going to, I love that name. Stop the Bloat is going to happen three times a year. So you now have windows of time. So when you're in a promo period for your course, let's just call it a month. It's not quite a month, but let's just call it a month, right? And for the purpose of this conversation, just for clarity, I'd love for us to plan which months of the year you will launch that course, just so we can identify where you've got room for other promos, okay? So when is this first launch happening? So just for our listeners, we're recording this in mid-July. Are we aiming for September? Yep, 
September. Awesome. So we're going to launch Stop the Bloat in September. What are you thinking? September, January, and June? Yeah, January. Yeah. Or, yeah, yeah. or even May. Yeah. yeah. May, well, yeah, let's think about it. So if your dreamy dream client has summer on the horizon, when is this program going to be most helpful for her? And when is she going to feel most ready? Is that May, April, June? I'm just thinking about yeah, May because summer wardrobe. Spring and you're wanting to start getting ready for summer and making changes. So yeah, great. May. May. Okay, great. So every year, Stop the Bloat is going to happen in June, May, and September. So your focus is promoting that program. That means that you've got, I would say, March. So everybody, what I'm doing is just like taking a month off. So if we're promoting in June, we can do a flash sale style promo in March, another one in July, and another one in November. Yeah, that sounds great. Sounds fun, right? <laughs> so the first layer of your marketing plan here with your mini course is to do a very low lift, very low lift live launch. So what that would look like is pick maybe a 10-day period where you're promoting daily on social and then promoting via email every other day for 10 days, every third day for 10 days, you can kind of feel into what your list can tolerate. Okay. So there's no webinar or big kickoff event. You're promoting this just through your social content and emails to your list. Okay. Cool. Cool. So the first layer, like I said, of the marketing plan, it's step one, like figure out your schedule. How much room do you have for dedicated launches? And I'm using air quotes here because these mini courses, it's not a real launch. I don't want you to quit on me, Jody. You're in the middle of planning a launch right now for your big course and it's a lot of work. So I, I want you to know that this is easier. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so step two, now that you have your date set, is to just, now I've got some copy to write or some videos to shoot, driving your followers and subscribers to this special opportunity. The third thing that you can start to do is have some rolling opportunities. Another way to say that would be like, where can you hide some Easter eggs to also offer these mini courses? So dropping an invitation to your mini course into your nurture sequence for your lead magnets. Yeah. Picking a day every week where you highlight one of your mini courses on social. Dropping it as a PS in some of your nurture emails. When the nurture content is related to the step back method, drop it in as a PS. So okay. I would challenge you to, even as often as every week when you're not in a promo month, can you hide an Easter egg? And don't hide it very well, okay? <laughs> can you, I'm, I'm not even gonna say the word hide. Can you plant an Easter egg? for these mini courses kind of all over the place. So it's easy for people to find. And because of the price point, it's really easy for them to act on it. Yeah. 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 That's cool. Totally can do that. Cool. Yeah. So then what happens is once someone makes this $35 investment in the step back method, 
Now you deliver the hell out of that program for them. It's all pre-recorded, everybody. So Jody's not showing up delivering these classes live, but the class is so great. And then you have a sales sequence built out on the other side of that that offers people to take it further, booking a sales call with you, getting on the wait list for your larger program, maybe buying another one of the mini courses, whatever makes the most sense for the client journey given given what they just completed. Yeah. Ooh, that's exciting. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Super fun. Okay. I feel like I just did a ton of talking. So as we wrap up here, what questions do you have for me around this strategy or around getting started designing your mini course? Yeah. Okay. So you told me to to come up with some more of those names, you know, things that I want to talk about. Yeah. And then you said I can bring it into one of the classes to get to the Q&A to ask you a little deeper. Okay. I'm not as creative with the words that way, you know, with the titles, I mean, you know, and narrowing it. No, that is not true. I'm not going to let you, I'm not going to let you say that. That is not true. You are as creative. I'm not good at copy. But here's the truth. You said it in the beginning. You have so much knowledge that it's just hard for you when you're in all of that knowledge to see the concrete steps for folks. So yeah. I'm good at that. So that this is not about yeah. being more creative. You're just going to bring these in. I'll help make sure that the result is concrete and dialed in so that it'll actually apply to this kind of format and strategy. Yeah. Awesome. That's, yeah, that's what I love. Cause the step one, two, three, that's what I, that's what I have you for. <laughs> Cause it helps me a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Great. So okay. how many of those do you suggest I have? Three to five, you said? Let's start with one. Okay. Right? We'll start with one. But when I look at the calendar, you have room, I mean, you have room for as many as you want, but that's, that can also create confusion for folks. So I would recommend a solid three, three, okay, a solid three, and then see what other questions or objections or obstacles your audience starts to present. And then you may build out more, but let's like get started with one, but then Eventually, I could see you having three really solid mini courses without creating confusion for your audience or overwhelm for you. Okay. All right. That's going to help me so much because when I'm teaching this course, I want to teach everything. And I know that's not a good idea because that will overwhelm people. So if I have little mini courses on the side too, that'll be good. Yeah. And I just think I'm thinking about your dream client who has this experience of trying everything and nothing working, setting her up to have these mini victories. That's a big deal. So this is really of service to your audience as well. Yes. I love that. Mini victories. Because it does, it gives you the encouragement. Oh, wow. I can do this. Yeah, or like, oh, this Jody lady, she is on to something here because I just said no to, for the first time without any guilt. And I f- actually can tell I feel better in my body because of that. So these are just like little opportunities for you to deepen the trust you already have with your audience. Ooh, I love that. 
you have a way with words. Great. So is there, <laughs> is there anything else, Jody, that you that you need to ask me in order to get started on this plan? I just want to make sure that this is as actionable as possible for you. Yeah. Well, for me, all I think of right away is timing because I'm still putting together my other course. So yeah. Okay. Here's one thing. Mm -hmm. Things always popping in my head and I'll write them down. I'll put them on a post-it. I'll, I feel like I'll record it on my phone. If I'm out walking, I have stuff probably in 10 different spots when I have ideas. Mm -hmm. What's the best way to keep that organized? Because my brain doesn't stop. Yeah. You're probably asking the worst possible person because I am like you too. All right. So I've got like post, I'm looking around my desk. I can see just in my periphery, I can see four post-it notes. But so here's a theory I have heard that is to be very effective. <laughs> I don't know that either one of us are capable of it. <laughs> I, think, I think the first step is to decide on the one platform or tool or app that you will use to capture all of your notes. So if it's always post-it notes, it's always post-it notes, which means you have some in your pocket all the time. If it's always voice memos, it's always voice memos so that you have them. That would be my first suggestion. So then it's like a little bit less chaotic or you don't have those moments wondering, wait, was that on a yellow post-it note or did I voice memo that to myself on my walk, like have one way that you capture all of your ideas. And then a routine. I feel like such a hypocrite even saying this because I don't do it, but I have heard that this could be helpful. <laughs> and then a routine, it could just be a two hour block of time once a month, or it could be every Friday for a few minutes, just taking the time to organize those notes, not do anything with them. Right. But like take your voice memos and add a title to them or take all of your post-it notes and scan them and put them in a folder in Google Drive called Inspired Ideas. So you're, you've got one way that you gather them and then one routine of storing them, trusting that you'll, you know exactly where to go and look when you're ready to act on those ideas. Thank you. Yeah, I don't so think I have Maybe I will yet. also try that. Yeah. <laughs> Great. <laughs> awesome. All right. So you're going to keep your eyes on the prize and focus on your course launch, which is like 90-ish days away. Once that bigger course launch is complete, then we can shift gears and start moving forward on this plan for your first mini course. Ooh, yay. Oh, stress will be just in time for Christmas. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. That's what I was thinking. That's great. Well, Jody, thanks for coming on the show today. This was this was really fun to brainstorm together. Yeah, it was. It was great. Thank you so much. I appreciate it a lot. You're welcome. And thanks everybody for tuning in. We'll see you back here next week. Thank you so much for tuning in to Coaches on a Mission. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe, follow, rate, and review. Do all of the things <laughs> to show your support for this show. It is so helpful for us, and it also helps other coaches find this show. If you want to take this episode further, please follow me on Instagram. 
I'm Dallas Travers Biz Mentor, and every week I turn our episode into a week-long mini course on my Instagram page. It's designed to help you apply what we talk about during the episode to your business in a super tangible way. So let's be Insta friends. Head on over to Instagram and look for my new handle. Again, it's Dallas Travers Biz Mentor. You can do that now and you just might find some funny reels while you're there. So believe me when I tell you, it'll be worth it. Okay, thanks again for tuning in. I truly appreciate that you make time to listen to this show and I hope you have a wonderful week.